told us to run to your name because the name of the Lord is a strong tower where the righteous run into and they find safety. Stretch your wings this year and cover your people. Oh God, because you care and because you love them and because you have covered them. Oh God, we thank you Father because your hand is not shortened to deliver them from any form of trouble. Thank you, Lord, because you supply divine provision according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you load them daily with benefits and that, God, you have a covenant. God, we invoke the power of your covenant today in the mighty name of Jesus. Even as we celebrate you this day, the great Sabbath day, that we gather together and we rejoice as we make a shout of jubilation in this place. In Jesus' name, somebody shout hallelujah. Woo! In Jesus' name, hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God. The children can go to their church. I want to welcome all of you, those of you who are watching us. Through the broadcast, may the Lord bless you as you uh, enjoy the service with us today in Jesus' name. We continue with our theme uh, for this year, a time to rebuild. It doesn't matter what the enemy has destroyed. Listen to me, God has given you two hands and hands represents authority. As long as you have those two hands, you have the authority to rebuild anything that the enemy has destroyed. God is asking the church to go up the mountain. Hallelujah. Go up the mountains and bring down timber and build my house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored. And remember we are saying that the house is not this physical sanctuary. Your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Remember where you go, you go with your God. Remember you are that signboard for our God. Wherever you go, you are a marketer. You market him in your marketplaces. Amen. You're a witness out there. In the name of Jesus. Now we were told uh, how we must uh, forget the past. In order for us to begin to rebuild, you have to forget the past. The painful past. Because every time you think about the painful past, it perpetuates more pain. So we have to let go in order for God to give us the grace to rebuild on what is left. Hallelujah. And little is much if it is presented before our creator, before our God. Two are better than one. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. May God give you wisdom to rebuild what needed need to be rebuilt this year in the name of Jesus. We were told last Sunday, you must locate your Jabok. Because Jacob located his Jabok. And right there, the things that were valuable, the people who are valuable in his lives, he crossed them over. 
the possession, wealth that made him who he had become. He crossed it over and he was left in Jabok with God and he wrestled. Listen to me, this is not the time to give the enemy an opportunity to mess you up. This is not the time to think of wrestling with him. This is the time to wrestle with God. This is the time to stay in the presence of God so that God will release. They, uh, uh, Jacob said, I will not leave you until you bless me. And I'm saying again, I will not leave him until he blesses me. And we found that Jacob, in that place, God gave him a new name. He said, uh, 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 you are too strong to be called Jacob because you have prevailed with men and you have prevailed with God from today. You will be called Israel. In other words, what I'm saying, God affirmed him. God approved him. God positioned him into another place. Hallelujah. This is not the time. Listen, to think of what happened last year, this is the time to position yourself because God is coming your way with divine opportunities. Hallelujah. Jacob found his jabok. Have you found your jabok yet? Hallelujah. It could be somewhere in your house. It could be somewhere in your office. Instead of going for lunch hour, now we are entering a time of prayer and fasting. Find a jabok. Deny yourself that lunch so that you meet with your king in Jesus' name. We must forget and leave the past behind. Hallelujah. We must forget it completely. And we learned last Sunday that our inability to forget the failure our inability to forget the disappointments, our inability to forget the, uh, the, the rejection, things that we go through. That is the number one obstacle that we must remove this year. Glory to God. Take it away. If you have to knock it out, knock it out. If you have to find friends who will help you to get rid of it, find a team of uh, friends who help you to get it out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's time to leave the past behind. This is not time to go back to your grave. Listen, if you and, uh, unearth the grave, the grave will start to smell. Listen to me. You don't unearth things that you buried long time ago. Leave them. Hallelujah. And move on in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah if you believe it. And you know, sometimes we question whether God is able to deliver us. He delivered us in the year 2020. Hallelujah. I want you to know that Africa is special before God. Hallelujah. Before, because before I saw in the Bible when God wanted to preserve things, he did it in Africa. He did it where? in Africa. And Africa, Africa must stand again and run with a baton to bring revival in the nations of the earth. Hallelujah. Africa must stand again to go back to where our missionaries came from so that we can take gospel back into those places and we see revival Yet again, I'm declaring that the church is beginning to arise again with young ministers, bold men and women who will speak the word of God in boldness. The word of God without compromise. The gospel must be preached as it is. The church must begin to perform signs, wonders, and miracles Hallelujah. I'm not talking of fake miracles. I'm talking of miracles that follow when we preach the word of God. Signs, wonders will follow the scriptures that have been ministered to you. 
I am declaring the glory of this latter house, the glory of the body of Christ, even in these dark days, it shall be greater than the former. Somebody shout yes. In the name of Jesus. This is the time to forget and leave the past behind. And sometimes you go under. Can God deliver us? Like in uh, Psalms 78, verse 19 and 20. Can God really spread a table in the wilderness? True, he struck the rock and water gushed out. Streams flowed abundantly. But can he give us bread? Can he supply us with meat in the wilderness? Listen, these are the same characters. They saw God part the Red Sea. These are the same fellas. They saw God bring a cloud of fire by night. They needed no central heating system. They needed no chimneys or fireplaces. God will bring a fire, a cloud of fire by night. To keep them warm and calm at night. And during the day when the sun was too hot. He would bring a crowd. A pillar of crowd. They needed no. What? They needed no cooling system. Hallelujah. They needed no roundries. The clothes they left Egypt with were clean. They were not dirty. The shoes were clean. Listen to me, child of God. A wilderness is not a place where God intends to destroy you. A wilderness is a place where God will perfect you. Hallelujah. Jesus, the son of God, he had to go to the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days without food. But the Bible tells me that when Jesus came out of the wilderness, he came back in the power of the Holy Spirit. He healed the sick. Hallelujah. He ministered to the people. Wilderness. It's not a bad place. It's a place where God makes you. And maybe we, we passed through a little bit of wilderness last year. Amen. These guys were wondering, can God, can God spread a table? Verse 23 and 27, he says, Yet he gave a command, and the skies above opened the doors of heaven. I want to prophesy to somebody here. May God open the windows of heaven. I say as a servant of the living God. May God open the windows of heaven. And may his showers of blessing come your way. And the things that hinders you. May the heavens power, power break those chains that need to be broken. In the name of Jesus. Things that you struggled with for years because there was a shut door. 2021 could create an opportunity of opening a supernatural door again in the name of Jesus. 2021 could be the best year ever because God is on your side. And if God be for you, child of God, who can be against you? If I were you, I will shout hallelujah. Because I know God is on my side. He opened the windows of heaven. Just like he's ready to open the windows of heaven. Let me tell you. If God can use a raven. God can use you. If God can use a donkey to prophesy to a prophet. God can use you. You are better than a donkey. Hallelujah. If God can use a dove to take a message, God can use you. Glory to God. He opened the doors of heaven. Amen. And he rained manna for the people to eat. And he gave them grain of heaven. Amen. Now I know you're not expecting that. Hallelujah. 
Because the world has changed. And the world thinks that God cannot do things he's done before. Amen. The world thinks that there is no miracles. But I tell you, our God is a God who never changes. He can repeat things that he did before. Because he's a God of that generation. He's a God of this generation. And he's a God of a generation to come. Hallelujah. If they happen to them, they can happen to us. Glory to God. Even when we go famine situation, if God caused a leaven to come and to sustain a rider, he can send a raven your way. A raven can be a friend. A raven can be an organization that you work for. A raven can be anything that is used by God to come because God cares for you. But this generation, the days of Moses, they doubted whether God can do that. Amen. I see God opening some doors. I say I see God opening some doors. Mm, I say I see God opening some doors. You know, he says, when he shuts a door, no man can open. But when he opens, nobody can shut. Listen, you don't need connection. You already have one. You have God as your connection. Because those who trust in God, they shall be kept safe. Even in times of COVID-19. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now today, I want you to look at another person. This person is my star. His name is Joseph. Now Joseph uh, was 17 years old. When he was sold into slavery by his own brothers. In Genesis 37 verse 2. By his own brothers. He was 17 years. He was a young guy. A guy who had become so ambitious. Because God had put a seed of wisdom in his mind. And he knew that he would become a great leader. He even had, had dreamt that his brothers and his parents and his family would come to him as a leader. God had already put a word of wisdom because a word of wisdom sees in the future. Hallelujah. A word of wisdom tells you of things that will come. God had already showed to this young man. And Joseph, listen to this. He spent 13 years. 13 years. He spent as a slave. 13 years. And two or three of those years, he spent in prison. He was in prison. And when God exalted Joseph to a position of honor and great leadership at the age of 30, so think about it, between 17 and 30 years. He went through suffering. He went through pain. He went through disappointment. He went through challenges. But Joseph never allowed the dream of God in his life to be terminated. He did not allow the dream to be uh, aborted. Because he knew that God had deposited something that was so precious. Listen to me, child of God. There are things that God has deposited in you and the year 2021 could be the year of bringing forth birth. Bringing to birth. I say bringing to birth. There are things that God impregnated you with for a couple of years that you must bring forth this year 
in the name of Jesus. There are some dreams that you had. Listen to me. Whether dreams are broken, God is giving you an ability to rebuild again in the name of Jesus. Everything the enemy has destroyed, everything the canker worm destroyed, you can rebuild again because God is pouring out his Holy Spirit in a mighty way and you can rebuild it. Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. So Joseph, when he came to this position of honor, he continued to be faithful to God. I like, unlike many of us, that when we come to a position of honor, you wait until God pushes you there. But when we come to that position of honor, we don't regard them anymore. And this is why Haggai is telling people, consider your ways. Consider your ways. Because the people in Haggai's days were living a life where their priorities, their priorities never included God. And that is why I asked you last Sunday, in the list of your priority, where is God? In the list of your new year resolution, where is God? Haggai challenged the people, he told them, you sow so much, and yet you get nothing. Because the priorities are wrong. And he told them, go up the mountain. And bring resources to rebuild the work of God. And the people, thank God, they obeyed. Now, Joseph remained faithful like these people in Haggai's time. Now, I want you to see something. That Joseph was committed and faithful to God. His commitment to God is signified in the Hebrew names that he gave his children. In Genesis chapter 41, verse 51 and 52. We can see the royalty that Joseph showed toward his God. His firstborn. He named his firstborn Manasseh. And Manasseh means that God has made me forget all my trouble. And all my father's house. The rejection from my own sibling. The rejection from my own community. The rejection from our people. I wonder what it will mean in Kikuyu. You got a son. Would you name him Madena? Hmm? Nowadays we are looking nice for nice names. I'm a grandfather and I have to struggle with my children. Now when they are naming their children and I don't want to interfere. You hear them, they get a name, you wonder, what does this mean? Hmm? <laughs> Manasseh had something to do with what the servant of God had gone through. Are you hearing what I'm saying? May God make you forget your pain like he did to Joseph. I said, may God make you forget your pain like he did to Joseph. Now, Joseph realized, he realized that the pain caused by past events had gone away. And that's why now he can be able, when he gets this child, he can say, I 
call you Manasseh because the thing I went through is no longer in me. God has supernaturally delivered me. Now I am a free man. I no longer live in bitterness. I no longer live in pain of yesterday and disappointment from the people. Now you will be called I had a dealing with God. I had a face that was so difficult, but God has delivered me. Manasseh, my son, every time I look at you, you remind me the thing I went through, and yet my God was faithful. I'm still alive, and I'm still strong. I can still do more. Hallelujah. He still remembers the pain of being cast into the pit by his own brothers. It's only Reuben, his younger brother, who persuaded them not to kill him, but to throw him in the pit, in the cistern. Thank God the cistern was empty. Because if it was full of water, the boy would have drowned and died. But God knew the destiny of this man. God knew the calling of this man. God knew the people he had to carry. God knew the nation that Joseph needed to carry. God knew that the famine that was coming in Egypt. And no man can handle it other than my servant. He remembered the pain of being sold for 20 bob by his own brother. Hey guys, am I worth that much? Is that what my life means to you? 20 shekels? Like Jesus who was sold for 30 shekels. And that's why Joseph is a type of Christ. He remembered the pain of being accused falsely by somebody else's wife whom Joseph served so faithfully who somebody respected so much. And because of the fear of God, Joseph would not do the kind of things that he is accused of doing. Joseph remembered the pain of being jailed for a crime that he did not commit. Yet there were no activists to come and fight for his justice. There was nobody to come and vindicate for him. But in all these things, God still preserved Joseph and he kept his word. Joseph remembered the pain. All this pain. And now the past is behind him. And his spirit is now free from bitterness. And he gives birth. Alright. Him and his wife they get another child. And they call him Ephraim in verse 52. And Ephraim means it is because God has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. Some of you give up in this land. The land of suffering where God has kept your fruit. The land of suffering where God has kept your prosperity. God has kept me in the land of my suffering. He has made me fruitful. I'm not the guy I used to be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not the prisoner I used to be. Now I am married. Now I can see fruit in my life. 
jina mzuri na kuita mtoi I was speaking this message in the past service and I could see Mama Manase at the back she was smiling because Mama Manase is one of us and long time ago she was told she cannot get a child and I asked her do you believe that and she told me no I believe the report of the Lord and we laid hands on her And we told her before, we told her this time next year, she'll carry a baby boy. And at the end of the season, she brought the boy. And she said, my Manasseh, I've waited for him for a long time. We dedicated the boy. And after some time, the woman conceived again. She said, this one is Manasseh. It's Ephraim. Because I realize I've become fruitful. And before long, in church, I noticed, I, kuna kakitu kanafanyika, nikamuliza now, Mama Manasseh, do you want us to pray for the miracle to stop? She gave birth to another boy called the boy Joseph. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. It is clear that time had healed Joseph. Something supernatural had taken place. And if you are here, child of God, and you are passing through issues of life, and you are sitting at the back, because of what has happened in the past. This same God can heal you and bring you to a place of abundance in the name of Jesus. He has not forsaken you. Amen. He has not forsaken you. When we invite God in our uncertain time, he will help us to forget our painful past. May God make you forget my sister. May God make you forget my brother. In the name of Jesus. May God expunge every bitterness placed in your mind. Amen. Because in our minds, that's where we have the greatest stronghold. Not even Satan himself. The greatest enemy is a stronghold in our mind. That's why we must, before we start rebuilding, renew. So that we can have focus to see where we are going. When Joseph reunited with his family, I want you to see something very special happen. I was so struck when I saw this scripture. Genesis 48 verse 5 and part 6b. Now your two sons born. This is when his father Jacob is dying. And uh, his father tells Joseph, his son, then your two sons born to you in Egypt before I came to you here, they will be reckoned as mine. Let me change your mind. Wazazi mkwapa. Let me change your mind. Some of you, if your, your, your children got kids out of wedlock, you would like condemn them. Because of the fame that you want to have. And the image of your family that you must protect. And I'm not saying that that is what had happened to Joseph. These children were special. He said, how I thought of those kids that you got. When pain, when suffering, when disappointment had separated you from me. Those children are now mine. They will inherit what their uncles. Listen, these two boys are in another league. What their uncles will inherit. Verse 6. Any other child born to you after them will be yours. John, Angalia, 
anaambiwa hao wengine wamezaliwa we na mnoto ya yours they will receive inheritance yao my brothers wengine wake wale utapata but this one are mine yeah? the same brothers who cast you in the pit whatever i will share with them these two boys they will inherit the same joseph you inherit double of my inheritance may your suffering take you to that place because sometimes we look at things in the negative and we don't see god in operations Jacob considered Ephraim and Manasseh his own. Grandfather anasema, "Ah, watoto sio wako, they are not yours, they are mine." And they will inherit. So I can see a Manasseh walking. Kanajivunia zile vitu ankoa na inherit hata ako kana inherit. of identifying yourself with God and going through shame God says for any shame for every shame I will give you double honor this is a double honor for this family that suffered so much and that's not all they would get equal rights and status with their uncles <laughs> Woo. Glory to God. I wish I was born again. But by the time my grandfather was dying, yeah, I would have told him, I've seen a scripture. That I identify myself with. Hmm? Because I'm telling you, this is me. is me. I'm raised by my grandparents. And when they departed, my uncles didn't want to see me. They were interest, interested of the property. The descendants of Ephraim and Manasseh each became a full tribe. I wish you can get this revelation. These two children that are born in a place of suffering, the patriarch Jacob picks them and he says, among the tribes of Israel, Manasseh is one of them and Ephraim is another and they are given the full right to become full tribes. You cannot mention the tribes of Israel and miss or Manasseh. And I want to prophesy to somebody here. May your children be remembered. May they be remembered. The legacy that you leave behind, you leave a great legacy for your children. May your children become great leaders in our country and in the nations of the earth. Listen to me. May your children eh, May God open doors for them. And they step into the nations of the earth. When is Milango in Zanani? There are some countries with great opportunities for scholarship. Your children can get such. Hmm? But sometimes you want to be a hustler nation. God never called anybody a hustler. You are kings and priests. I say you are kings and priests. I say it again, you are kings and priests. Keep on dreaming, child of God. Don't let go. Even if the dream is broken, God will help you in the year 2021 to bring the pieces together, not by might, not by power, by the spirit of the living God. 
A vision is for an appointed time. If the need is tarries, it will surely come to pass. I prophesy over your life. May it come to pass in the name of Jesus. It will come to pass. We were mocked when we started this church. They called us names. Oh, they said how we give our offerings. They lied. Oh, they say we lead money. They said you can't come to this church without driving. The destiny for people who come here. The anointing is evidence and it will transform your life. And we don't have to shout in the streets. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Keep on dreaming, child of God. Your life is not yours alone. Because you see, for Joseph, he went through the suffering because he carried his family. He carried it. the nation of Israel. He carried his children. He carried you and I. Your life is not yours alone. When you give up, when the heat is too much, you are ignoring that other guy who is outside the box. But that you must bring in. Don't give up. Tell yourself, I will not give up. Now, Joseph's story emphasizes the truth that God's people may suffer in an evil and an unjust world. But ultimately, God's purpose for his people will prevail. Amen. God's purpose will prevail. Now listen, Joseph was preserved as I finish. He was preserved to fulfill God's purpose. Some of you are preserved to fulfill God's purpose. Put your hands on a plow. Find a place to serve God. Find a place to serve his people. And love them. Love even the unlovable. In Jesus name. Amen. Now you are chosen. Listen. Go and read uh, Ephesians chapter 1. And anything that you find talking about you. You write it down. Because sometimes when we want to forget about the past. It's because our self image is completely destroyed. But Ephesians 1 verse 4 says that you are chosen to be holy and blameless. So you can write there on that book, Gadoni, you are holy and blameless. Because also the devil comes to remind us the sin of yesterday which God has forgiven us. And when God forgives you, he forgets. It's only your friends who will remember, but God can never remember again. He's brought it that sin by taking his own son as a sacrifice on the cross. You are forgiven. You are meant to be holy and blameless. Money, you are holy and blameless. Anthony, you are holy and right. That's who I am. You are the righteousness. Now you have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That means that you have a right standing with God. Don't condemn yourself because people condemned you. All right. Ephesians 1 verse 6, you will find the word love. So you can write again, Gadoni, God loves you. Atakama. There is nobody else who loves you. There is one. So, my paraphrase, you can put it like this. I am rather lovable. I'm lovable. Gadoni is lovable. Kamere is lovely.
Sometimes you read the Bible as if you are reading a novel. You want to finish and read another page. Sometimes you have to wait for God to give you imagination. Eh? Naza kuona revelations zingine. Remember, 2021, God is giving the church a new revelation. Amen. And then, Ephesians 1 verse, verse, chapter 1 verse 7, it says, you are redeemed. Gadoni, you are redeemed. Why am I saying Gadoni? I'm a Gadoni, you are doubting. Hmm? Daniel, you are Gadoni also. you are redeemed hmm? so you can write your name and say why am I doing this because I want you to have an identity of who you are I am redeemed verse hmm? 13 says marked with a seal of guarantee. Listen to me. You are marked with a seal of guarantee. Umewekwa seal, muhuri, that wewe ni mungu. The Holy Spirit in you is a seal of guarantee that you belong to God, not to the devil. And God cannot share you with the enemy. We must press on in the year 2021 towards the mark. The race is a lifelong test of faith in this world. The race must be run with patience and endurance. The race must be run with perseverance. All right? The race must be run with awareness. That our greatest danger is temptation. Because temptation allows you to yield into sin. And sin results in death. The wages of sin is death. But trials of our faith. Listen, when we overcome in the trials of our faith, we are given a crown. We are given a reward because we have been in a mess. Like Joseph, we've been in pain. We've been in suffering, but we overcame. And we are recognized by heaven and rewarded accordingly. May you be rewarded in the year 2021 in the name of Jesus. I have to finish. See, my time is gone. I want to tell you something before I finish. That God knew you. Even before. You were born. And some of you. Because the children are not here. I want to know that you to know that. You, you struggled. You fought. Others who are like you. When you were released to that womb. But you are the only one who fought and overcame. There are some children who struggle. Their mothers, their parents want to abort them and yet they cannot die because of their great destiny that God has placed within them. No matter what you face in this year, 2021, God will give you strength and hope. You are equipped to go through challenges. Hallelujah. This church is strong. You are taught so many things. Now you should begin to work. Now you should tell God, God help me to dream like Joseph. Even when it feels like dreaming is not possible. God help me to dream like Joseph. Even when it looked like it's not possible. Even when there are barriers and obstacles, God help me to dream like Joseph. And not just to be a dreamer. 
but to be an interpreter of dreams. And this is the area where we miss. Because on a dream, one can dream, and you take to somebody who tells you the wrong interpretation about your dream. Joseph maintained his dream, and he could also interpret the dream of a king. That's why he became great. Because even when king dreamt and nobody else could interpret the dream, even when these guys in prison together, they dreamt and they could not understand their dream. He comes, he tells one, you shall be someone, but yours is gone, finished. You've not handled your life well. You'll be executed, you'll be killed. But you, you'll be called and you shall be restored. And that being able to interpret the, the dreams is the one that positioned him to be the great leader. And then he was given a dream seven years of plenty and seven years of luck. And nobody else had the wisdom to handle the transition. But Joseph, the man who suffered most, in the time of suffering, God had put the wisdom to see with another eye. May you see 2021 with another eye. Because we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. So, child of God, fix your eyes on God when he leads the way. Leave the past behind. You have been forgiven. Allow God to create a clean and a right spirit within you. And tell God, to take the guilt conscious spirit away guilt conscious spirit comes to remind you of the sins of yesterday the failures of yesterday the pain of yesterday forget it David told God take the guilt spirit that condemns me of blood guiltness Take it away so that I can be able to reach out to more people and bring more people into the kingdom. That's what we must do. Deal with guilt, accept God's forgiveness, and move on. Accept his forgiveness. If your heart forgive those people who hurt you, two wrongs don't make it right. If you think God has hurt you, forgive him too. Tell him, God, I know you've not been a gentleman here, but I forgive you. Forgive him. And then move on. And then fix your eyes on Jesus. And let God lead along the way. May the Lord bless you.